NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters. The hockey moms and hockey dads and everything else that makes this house of hockey your home come on in i'm breezy and i'm ray ray and, and this, this is, is our house. house welcome to the house of hockey podcast uh episode 107 i'm one of your hosts breezy and i'm your other host ray ray and no guests this week no nope. but we have two coming up in the next two episodes, some really big time heavy hitters in the NHL that are not on the ice, but um, in the in the front office sort of arena um, to bring you some really interesting uh, content from one team we haven't heard from yet, like uh, on the pod. And one we, have we actually heard from that other uh-huh. team? Yes. That's based in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Duh. Hello. Twice. Twice. So, um, we got that coming up. So in the meantime, there's been some, uh, hockey news things happening, starting with your boy, none other, just kicking enough of Roman record franchise breaking. How did Ryan Johansson say it? I don't know, but it was awesome. Roman Yossi. That guy is an absolute legend. I'm sorry. Just oh, yeah. I'm just gonna put it out there. He's uh part of the three stars of the month with the first star. He has paced the NHL with 24 assists, 28 points, and a plus 14 rating in 14 games to help the Preds maintain the first wild card position in the Western Conference as of uh Sunday, April 3rd. And only two defensemen in league history have recorded more points in a single calendar month than Yossi, uh, Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey. And he, uh, Yossi has become the first blue liner to outright lead the NHL in scoring during a month since Coffey in February of 1990. And he's still very much on pace to hit 100 points in this season. He is just insane. He's just for a defenseman to hit a hundred points. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, there's a lot of great players in the league, but obviously I think Roman on multiple reasons deserves the Norris. Uh, He should get for the heart as well. I know there's a lot of talk about that, but uh, does he have any of those? He has Norris. Yeah. He has Norris. He won it last year. I think it was. Yeah. Last year. But uh Man, he's just going to continue to uh, to set the level. And, I mean, he's just – he's the heart and soul of Preds. And, you know, that – the whole city just kind of wraps around that guy too. And he just is awesome. 
I, I can't say enough good things about him. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but. <laughs> um, and how excited are you that the Preds are holding this wild card position for playoffs? We didn't think, I didn't think that was going to happen at the beginning of the season. No, I think if you go back to what we had predicted in the beginning of the season, I didn't even think that they were going to, you know, even perform very well. And they've been kind of teeter-tottering between second and third and, you know, for a wild card or not wild card, but for a playoff spot. Um, but they've got tough, like tough competition in the central. So you got to figure they have the abs, they have the blues, they have, I mean, wild. Yeah. So, I mean, for them to be going up against the wild and blues and teeter tottering between those two teams, uh, I'm pretty proud of them. I think they're doing a really good job. They've got a good, good group of guys, uh, Tanner Janot. I mean, he's been crushing it. Right. So I think between Roman and Tanner, they've been kind of carrying the team a bit. If hopefully I'm not speaking out of my terms here, but, uh, (laughs) Um, that's just my personal opinion. And I'm, I, I'm excited for him. I think they're going to play pretty well and I just hope Roman can, can keep it up. Yeah. I think hopefully he stays healthy enough and, uh, can bring this energy to, um, a playoff run for the boys along with all of the other people on the team, obviously. And while we're talking about the Preds, I just want to put this out here. So they had posted, um, a picture on social media of obviously Roman being first star of the month. And some bot commented, like, am I the most beautiful girl in the world? <laughs> and the Preds responded back to her saying, not now, it's Rowan. <laughs> it <was laughs> so, and everyone's like, you just commented back to a bot. But it was just so fu- It made me laugh. That was my, my funny that I had mentioned or I saw today. So that's good. <laughs> well, let's talk about another record, but on a different team. Uh, Keith Yandel who is currently playing with the Philadelphia Flyers who are officially out of playoff uh, contention run this season. It did not go as they had hoped. I had such high hopes for the Flyers uh, this, this season at the start. I think we both did if I remember correctly. They've had some, some injuries and some other things that just, it just didn't, play out like it, we all had hoped I think or well not everybody but uh some people don't want the Flyers to succeed but good old-fashioned NHL uh, fan rivalry but Yandel has ended his Ironman streak sadly he ended his consecutive games played with 989 games they healthy scratched him on this past Saturday April 2nd which is kind of like, let the guy get to a thousand. Are you kidding me? Like he's so close. What I heard was that the coach wanted to let some of the newer draft guys come in and play since they were out of playoff contention. And that's why they put him out. I'm like, you are going to let this guy not make a thousand like your season's over anyway. Who cares? Let the guy break the record. Jesus. But Yandel handles it like a total pro as he is and was like, I respect the game and you know, I get it. We got to let these guys come in and I'm happy to help out and be a team player. But like, really, coach, really, you're going to do this? At least let him get to 990. Like, you're going to leave him at 989. What is that? 
I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know how many games they have left to play, but I would imagine it's close to 11. I, I'm going to have to look, but like, let the guy get to a thousand. Come on. Do you like understand this record is unbelievable in this league to have somebody play 989 consecutive games? That's bananas. Yeah. So I, I mean, so Andrew Cogliano was the last person I believe uh, who had their Ironman streak ended, but he was ended off of a kind of a bogus suspension that oh. they had had that like, it shouldn't have been a suspension, but he got suspended. But I just looked it up the, after uh, Keith Yandel, the next person in line is Phil Kessel. He has 968 games. Yes. So interesting. Yeah. And then Yandel broke Doug Jarvis's record um, in January when he played his 965th. So we talked about this, I think, before when that happened. But yeah, the Ironman record comes to an end. And that's sad. That's like, come on, let the guy let the guy get to a thousand. That's just cool. You know what is cool? What? The next person behind Phil Kessel will be Patrick Marlowe. Wow. I didn't realize so that. He's current. It's currently active and he has 910 games. So that's just like the rarity of that and the stamina and the health and the luck and all of that, that comes into play for those guys to have that kind of a record is just unbelievable. So I that's my thoughts. Do you think coach should have let him play? Yeah. I mean, I did read that he was suffering from an illness. I, I think they said that a lot of the flyers were having um, just like they were sick. They didn't mm-hmm. you know, disclose what they were sick with, but just, they were sick. Uh, he was battling from it. He didn't uh, have, I, I think he didn't show up to a morning skate and a practice. Okay. So they were uncertain on is he, if you would play or not. So it could have been just a healthy scratch because they weren't sure. I don't know. I, I feel like no one would be um, that like malicious enough to kind of like be like, Oh, well, sorry, dude. Like you're not going to get it. I feel like there had to have been a reason why. Um, but if there was no reason why, I mean, that's kind of a low blow. <laughs> I know. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's how I feel about that. But that's the other major record sort of thing that I saw this week. And there's probably a ton more, but we're not stats girls. So get over it. But the other thing that I thought was insane this weekend and this week was Trevor Zegris scored his second lacrosse style goal in one season. Yeah. And this one was even more ridiculous because he actually had to, go around Milano, his teammate who was standing next to the post and toss it in. And the goalie is just like, you gotta be kidding me. This did not just happen. You know, like he, he rebounded the shot, picked it up and scooped it in. And it was, I mean, I know a lot of people hate the lacrosse style goal. Um, but I think it's just phenomenal. Just the kid's phenomenal with like the stuff and the skills he can bring to the table, but you know, you've also got to have all the other elements of your game in, in play, which I think he's still kind of finessing, but, uh, 
was pretty cool to see. Did you see the goal? It was ridiculous. I did. I, I saw the highlight of it because I saw like a bunch of chatter and I don't know if it was an April Fool's prank or whatnot, but uh, there was like an interview that was going off. I didn't see all of it, so I probably shouldn't comment on it, but he was like kind of triggered because he got like hit and mm-hmm. um, he was dropping F-bombs saying that the goalie should be punished and yada, yada, yada. He called himself a superstar Um but I, there was some Twitter chatter. I forgot who I saw, but I kind of agreed where you can't necessarily like old school, like Zegers would never fit in for old school hockey. Like, let's yeah. just, let's just put that out there. I mean, everyone's going to know that, but the game is growing. You need a, a Zegers in the league for how the game is growing. Right. But at the same time, you can't necessarily, um, I think the, the terms that were used were, don't go out there and embarrass guys with these over the top ridiculous goals that yes, they're awesome. They're a wow factor, but at the same time, it's like, you're don't expect to, to do something that's crazy and overboard that doesn't happen often and not get some sort of retaliation. Um, I don't know. Like I like, I think they're cool to watch, but at some point it's like, Oh, here he goes. He's going to do it again. You know, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's all fun and games, no hate towards it. It's just, I think that there's a time and place. And obviously when you're playing a game, that's very hard to, to determine, but um, I, I don't know. I think it should be few and far between. I think you yeah. just need to have normal, normal, good hockey. Cause I think that's what people like, but it's too. cool. I got to give it to them. It is cool, but I don't think I'd want that to happen uh, on my goalie. <laughs> no. No, it would definitely be really annoying if it's yeah. not your teammate doing it. But I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of players that don't really l- get along maybe with Zegers's mindset or style of play. I don't know. You know, I don't mean to like talk out of turn here, but I, mean, I, I could imagine. He looks, I mean, yeah, he just, yeah, you can't be mad at him. Can't, but... like, I don't know if there's a person who doesn't like Zegers based <laughs> off of like his personality right but like i would venture to bet some people find him a little annoying and is like like yeah yeah like this is not how we play hockey i'm gonna check you into the boards and knock your lights out so get get with the program because this is how we play hockey but i think it's a a good we need a good balance of the zegrises and like the yandles and the maroons you know like we need this balance of of people in the league because I wouldn't personally want to see the league go into like full Zegers style of, of play. No, I don't think that would be very fun. It's like the globe trotters, right? Like (laughs) that's why they're called the globe trotters because they can't play on an NBA team, right? They have to do these crazy tricks and whatnot. And people will go and see just the tricks. Right. Um, but people could be showing up to Ducks games just to see, you know, what, what Zegers has up his, up his sleeves. I don't know. I mean, but you can't, to your point, you can't have a bunch of Zegerses going around because that's just, no. that's, I mean, as is, we have 50 point or 50 goal scorers in the league that have these insane shots from the blue line. And you're like, how did right. that go in? Like that to me is just as mind blowing. And to see Austin Matthews do it. And then you have, yes. uh, gosh, you have, Drysdale doing it you have all these mm-hmm. guys that are getting to that point not to mention this season alone you have seen 11 goal games by certain teams nine goal games like 
if you look at the last 50 games, you're going to see it's like, it's never like a night, like it's five to four, six to two, like it's crazy. And I think that's, I mean, that's got to say something, right? I agree. It does say something. And I do think that it's more, uh, what's the word? Like it's a bigger accomplishment for somebody like Matthews to score 50 goals. Like you're saying from like skill and precision based on the game that's actually being played Mm -hmm. and not sneaking in with these like quote trick shots. I mean, it's a legal shot, you know, with the lacrosse style goal, but you know, that's like a novelty and that's not going to get you long-term success and records and Stanley cup opportunities, you know, so maybe, but I, don't think that's enough to sustain it did you just uh give the Leafs a little kudos there to you know be in the the cup run no no (laughs) I think you might have no no that's not what I was saying I was saying that for Trevor Zegers to get into the Stanley Cup he's gonna need more more than that that was a no no that it was hard enough for me to compliment Austin Matthews. So just let it live. Let it live. Okay. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> oh God. Don't worry. I'm not converting to a Leafs fan, everybody. Don't worry. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contests DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code THPN that's THPN for the hockey podcast network bet just one dollar on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win that's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl 21 and over restrictions apply see show notes for details have you seen this like uh collaboration with the league and nickelodeon no in new jersey where they had like a nickelodeon weekend where like the players were sliming um who did the Jersey players slime? Oh, they had like five of the players with slime buckets, you know, like the green slime from yeah. Nickelodeon. And they slimed a, a, one of the broadcasters. They were sliming people. There was also a virtual slime booth um, at the Devil's Game where you could create like gifts of yourself getting slimed. They had characters <laughs> dressed up like SpongeBob, Blue's Clues, Paw Patrol, Rugrats um, to interact with fans and like sort of get that younger generation in, which I yeah. think is, 
I think it's a pretty cool uh, collaboration. And who doesn't love like slime and fun stuff? Like they projected like slime onto the ice in the opening um, ceremony. I don't know what you call it, but yeah. So I thought that was a, a pretty interesting collaboration to do. That's cool. Yeah. Gosh, they just don't make shows like they used to in the back with the Hey Arnold and God, have you I even like Rugrats. have you even turned on Nickelodeon lately? Like I don't I haven't even actually like put that channel on in 20 plus years. No, like, I, I couldn't tell you what's on there. Like a few months ago, I think I saw like Hey Arnold was on and I think I like put it on, but then I went on my phone, but I don't know that I, I loved Hey Arnold. I thought it was funny. I thought it was a good show. I grew up I on the, the Rugrats, so yeah, yeah, Double Dare, um, yeah. like all of those kinds of shows. I grew up with like the original Nickelodeon days of yeah, all of that stuff. I loved. How about the Amanda Bynes show? Yeah, that one was funny. That one was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, some good content back in the day. I don't know what it's like today. I mean, I know the kids love this Paw Patrol stuff. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, yeah. in the, I don't have anybody that's that age, but no, I see a lot power. of it. What? Rocket power. What's rocket power? You don't know rocket power. Oh boy. You got to look it up after. Okay. They played street hockey. They played street hockey. They surfed, they BMX, they did all this stuff. No, I'm a, no, I'm a little older than you. I don't know. I feel like you would know it if you saw it. No, I'm okay. not. It's so weird. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll look it up. Anyway. But I think I think that's interesting to see what the league is doing. You know, we don't like hear a lot of press per se about these kinds of things unless you're in like the local uh, arena and and market where of course you would hear all about the slime right. weekend and and all of those kinds of things so I think it's important to talk about it and just you know have a good healthy picture of what the league's doing but yeah. my highlight of the week was Zach Bogosian's son if you haven't seen this video it's phenomenal his son is like maybe five and he brought the kids to the rink like where whatever day they could bring them and his son wanted to <laughs> wanted to fight his dad and tosses oh. the gloves his son is on the ice and he takes his glove off and he chucks it so far and then he totally eats it because he's like lost his balance and then he chucks his other glove and then he's trying to get to his dad and he's got his fists up trying to like throw down with dad and fight him and it is quite possibly the cutest thing I've ever seen and only hockey fans would say that a little boy trying to fight his dad is the cutest thing they've seen. <laughs> but- That's funny. Yeah, I remember seeing the the video now where it was like, look how far he chucked the, the glove. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, like all the way across the ice. And like the dad's like showing him how to like grab his shirt and grab his jersey. And he lets him, he lets his, Zach lets his son like get a little bit of knucks in. And it's the <laughs> cutest thing. Um, Zach was talking about he was a reporter had asked him about it in a post-game conference and she was like I have to ask you about that because I watched it like 20 times and he was like yeah he loves hockey he eats sleeps drinks hockey wears his jersey everywhere just obsessed with it um so it was super cute to see that kind of little fighter coming up in the (laughs) 
like what uh i just think that's so cute that is cool oh man but yeah that's 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 what i got this week i was busy traveling and doing a million things you were celebrating a birthday and yeah that's what we got it's that's it nothing too crazy i i still think we're uh in the grind session for to see who's going to end up in those wild card spots. So uh, just trying to, to watch games and keep mm-hmm. track and put a little bad juju on certain teams to make sure that they don't win that night. <laughs> there you it's probably bad it. for me to do, but whatever. It's fine. You changed your luck. You're fine. Yeah, we're good. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.